0: Ship City, the greatest Boston sports podcast, this side of the 495, made for the greatest fan base in the world. I'm your host, Connor, joined by my good pal, Aaron. It's just like that friend you always invite to your Super Bowl party, we're here to hang out, have fun, and most importantly, talk ball. Welcome to our fucking podcast. Aaron, buddy, how are you doing? I am
1: doing just great. I've got a new setup. This podcast, can't see it, but I've got a new setup. In my office um and uh we we had a good week. So our Boston sports had a good week so mm-hmm. i'm I'm feeling good feeling
0: good yeah they how did. are you doing doing great uh same reason sports have not ruined my life this year <laughs> but you know what it, it it brought something to my attention that thought so Jimbo Fisher was a coach of texas a and m who got bought mm-hmm. out for seventy five million dollars? Jesus! And I saw this question on Twitter: For seventy five million dollars, would you never watch and talk about sports again?
1: Yes, easily, so easily, hundred percent, hundred percent, dude, so
0: easy. You know how for seventy five million? You know how much better dude. our mental health will be if we stop caring,
1: <laughs> dude. Dude, I'd miss it. I'd miss it, but for oh, 75000000 million, I'd do a lot worse for $75 million. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'd probably suck a guy's dick for $75 <laughs> <Okay>. million. All right. <laughs> I mean, we're just being yeah. honest. You didn't have to price check yourself. Dude, <laughs> it's $75 <million. laughs> Maybe someone has $75 million Just It's like, I don't believe you, and puts that if money someone, on the table. If
1: someone wants to put that to the test, please reach out, because like, that's a lot of money.
0: Lot of dough for uh, some, yeah, for good not polish. I'm
1: gonna need that payment in advance, though. <laughs> I'm nah, nah, just nah. saying, <laughs> uh, uh,
0: upon completion, literally. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. all right. All right. right. Boston sports.
1: Now that we're uh, everyone's officially left this episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, um, I guess we got some trivia to do. We got something that we got to do first: prediction roundup. Mm. I want to say we did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat's. Didn't lose their bye. I think, I think. Well, yep. They actually won the bye if you really think about it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Celtics went undefeated this week. I think we called that. Maybe just making shit up. Um, mm-hmm. They did Bru- go
1: undefeated this week.
0: Bruins also went undefeated this week. I think we both called that. Did we that.
1: say unde- both undefeated?
0: We might have. Um, if not, I'm saying it and you guys can just. Clip it and say, well, actually, dumbass, you said they would lose the 76 sixers <laughs> again. But nope. yeah, both that. undefeated, but I said the Red Sox would do something. They kind of did. They did. They kind of did. <laughs> they kind of did. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. All
1: right. <sighs> I mean, overall, it's not bad. You're trending in the right direction. You're Doing a whole right lot direction. better.
0: Yeah. It's just water um, finding its level.
1: Yeah, exactly. There you go. And then we're going to dip right back down, and you're going to go 0 for one well, of these weeks. Now that the, and,
0: we, there's an actual Pat's prediction to make, and it's not going to be pretty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well. Uh, all right, well, before we get into our, our weekly roundup, and this is actually probably going to be a bit briefer of an episode, because, uh, spoiler alert, two of the four sports had a whole lot of nothing happening, mm-hmm. <laughs> really. Um but before we get into all of that I, uh, we got to do baseball trivia. you know what time it is I got, it. I got three questions for you got three questions this first one I'll start you off with a real just a, just a a, a a lobber over the plate for you
0: okay how many starting
1: meatball. players how many starting players are there on a national league team in the MLB
0: starters
1: how many starting players nine uh, yeah. <laughs> I re- You really had to think about <laughs> whether I was trying to check you or
0: not. <laughs> well, yes, because I don't trust you at all. No.
1: Nope. I told you it was a real lobber. Uh, all right. yo, These ones are going to be a little bit tougher. Um, this is a fact or fiction one. Pittsburgh pirate Dick Stewart once <laughs> received a standing ovation from 30,000 fans for catching a thrown hot dog wrapper. Is that fact or fiction?
0: I'm going to say that's true. It is true. Yeah, I mean, It is true. Uh, Kyle Schwarber did get a standing ovation in a playoff game for just flipping a ball to first. So it <laughs> wouldn't surprise true. me.
1: Baseball fans are uh, easy standing ovationers. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last question. What did Babe Ruth used to put under his cap to keep himself cool? Ice Cube. Nope. It is not an ice cube. I'll give you another guess. Wet rag. If you if you nope, it is not a wet rag. What is it? <laughs> it's a cabbage leaf. Interesting. This man used to take this man in the pregame used to say, Here's my cabbage. Rip off a leaf and put it under his hat. Say, This'll keep me cool.
0: Listen, he wasn't eating the cabbage, I'll tell you that much. Mm, well, <laughs> Yeah. Unless he's on his burger That's for sure. Um now that we're done desecrating the dead. Um Yep. Uh, very, let's uh, let's recap. Yeah, let's recap. It's been an eventful week for the Boston Red Sox and uh <laughs> not really. Uh but Eventful. So first things first, there's a couple of things that um forgot to touch on last episode. Uh Tristan Cassis Finished third place in Rookie of the Year voting.
1: Um, Well-deserved. Well-deserved.
0: Good for him. Uh, Gunnar Henderson, the shortstop third baseman, won it for the Orioles, which not surprising at all. It was unanimous, mm-hmm. but good for Casas, especially after the start he had to finish as strong oh, as yeah. he did. Yep. Love having Casas on our team. I would love it if oh, he's great. gave him a nice fat, extension soon so we just don't have to worry about him
1: i think the thing about him that i really like the most is how like poised he was at the plate Mm -hmm. like he wasn't just a guy that's like i'm gonna i'm gonna try my best to hit everything and if i strike out I, i strike out and if i don't i don't like he he drew a lot of walks he had really good plate vision like mm-hmm. he he just knew how to run a count.
0: Yeah, and I think that was part of the reason why he had a such a slow start is because he was almost a bit too patient. Mm-hmm. Uh he I remember I want to say it was like Lou Merloni on the broadcast kept saying like, "Yeah, like he loves seeing the approach, but you can't be going down 0-2-1-2 like every single at bat. Sometimes you do have to jump yeah. on like the first good pitch." But yep. Now, he he should be anchoring that lineup for Easily a decade. Um, yeah. And I would love to see him grow into more of that leadership role because of, like, even hearing um, Kenley talk about their relationship, how mature he was handling, like, a little dispute they had, mm-hmm. um, how he was helping, like, a William Breu and Emmanuel Valdez at the plate when they came up. Like, he's poised to just take that step if, um, if Turner's not there or even if Turner's here for, like, a year. I think long-term, mm-hmm. he could fill in that like f- leader role. 100%. Um, so, we also had the Rule 5 protections. So, if you're unaware, uh, if the minor leagues, uh, I think it's five years if you're uh, a high school drafted player and four years if you are a college drafted player. And then there's something along the same lines for, like, signees uh, internationally, but you basically have to be added to the 40 man roster otherwise you are open to this draft where a team can take you but they have to keep you on the active roster the entire year. Mm-hmm. Happens every year. The draft takes place in December, which surprisingly to me is coming up real fast. Uh, yeah,
1: I know. It's like oh, just over a
0: week. Yeah, it's November 20. Or just over, yeah. When we record it this like two weeks. Um, but Yeah, there you go. Um Sox had some spaces, and they protected Luis Perales and Wickelman Gonzalez, two pitchers. Um, if you are familiar with the farm system or just listen to a bunch of podcasts that are, Shane Rohan was another popular name that people thought was going to get protected, but he didn't. They left them off even though they had the roster space. Um, and especially now that there's it's been some time that has passed it's kind of not surprising um he was great in double a for five star or sorry six starts you know he had a 132 mm. era but then he got promoted to triple a and it just fell apart for it was him was not too great yeah. uh in 19 starts he had a 6.47 era oof um gave up 19 home runs 64 earned runs with a 187 whip which is just awful. Um Yeesh. so clearly they they don't they're they're okay if another team takes him honestly just because they already have like Brandon Walter and Chris Murphy who are who profile like the exact same way as like lefties maybe spot starters but most likely uh, long inning relief guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's a good sign, or not a good sign, but it's like a good testament to see what Craig is looking for, um, yeah. in his pitching, because uh, Drohan didn't really have a good fastball. He was more of like a like an off speed finesse guy. kind of pitcher. Yeah, yeah and you got to have a a good enough fastball f- for that off speed stuff to work, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. So they're they're gonna let him, uh, I guess potentially
1: walk yeah yeah potentially go
0: yeah um Um, speaking of pitching yeah we might have a new coach so on might uh, might because (laughs) uh, it was announced the 14th that uh Andrew Bailey former pitching coach for the Giants was going to become the uh next pitching coach for the Red Sox but uh haven't heard uh any sort of confirmation yet Hmm. I don't know if they're waiting for something but um yeah, he turned down bench coach job uh bench coach opportunities with the Yankees and I want to say the Orioles too. Uh which kind of a big deal uh, if you want to get into mm-hmm. managing. I am pretty sure I'm I'm have I've never worked for uh uh MLB team so I can't speak to it, but um that's a lot of teams look at bench coach for their next opportunity not a pitching coach. But this is a good get. This is a really good get for them. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, good. In his good time coach. there, Kevin Gossman like reinvented himself, made himself like a Cy Young candidate. Uh, he helped Carlos Rodon get paid, uh, and then Logan Webb, I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. Carlos Rodon got, got paid, paid, and <laughs> then subsequently had his worst season ever with the
0: Yankees. <laughs> we love to see it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and then help like Lo- Logan Webb is now like just one of the most underrated pitchers in the game. Like I think he finished mm-hmm. second or third in Cy Young this year. Um so it's a great move to hopefully get the most out of the pitchers we already have, which is yeah. why I was a bit I'm I'm more okay if they wanna see what they can get out of Houck and Whitlock and Cutter Crawford. I don't think they mm-hmm. need to get three starting pitchers yet. Yep. just two, just two aces, please. But yeah, I think Andrew,
1: and also yeah. like obviously things needed to change. I mean, we we when we got rid of who was our last pitching
0: coach, Dave Bush.
1: Yeah, so like you have a you you have a guy in your system like, uh, was it who was it um, that went to the Dodgers? Oh my God! Brian Brazier. Why am I blanking on it? Brazier. Yeah, who was straight ass with the Red Sox mm-hmm. and then went to the, the Dodgers and they said,
0: uh, hey, hey, why, cutter. Don't you, uh, why don't you throw a cutter throw- and see what happens.
1: And then he became the best reliever in baseball. It's like,
0: okay. <laughs> it, it wasn't just Brazier. It was uh, like Zach Littell. Like literally was mm-hmm. here for a week and then we cut him and then he went to the Do- uh, the the Rays and they're like, actually, what if we just made you like untouchable? And same with Jake Diekman. It was just like these guys yeah. just were getting so much better elsewhere.
1: Yeah. And they were like in the case of like a Diekman and stuff like that, they were good before they came here. They had the stuff. Came here and just dropped and then left and then went, went back to the way they were before.
0: Mm-hmm. And I did, so. li- I listened to one of uh, like a little interview Andrew Bailey had. Main thing that stuck out to me is like his whole philosophy is find your strength and just work to it. Don't mm-hmm. try to like reinvent yourself like if you are I don't even know like well, hey, you gotta figure out what how to help Bayo like not throw uh, fastballs down in the zone mm-hmm. and how to pitch in the daylight, but um <laughs> you just find your strength and just hammer it down everyone's uh, throat mm-hmm. because they have like the raw stuff they just it feels like they don't always have a plan. Yeah, so hopefully that helps. Interesting. Um, then Red Sox also made a couple moves. They did. So the non-tender deadline was has come and gone. Basically, it's just do they offer uh, their arbitration eligible players a contract or not? Uh, mm-hmm. So Luis Urias, who we traded from Milwaukee at the trade deadline, the one and only move for a reason. Uh, was non-tendered or not he wasn't non-tendered he was going to be non-tendered but he ended up getting traded to Seattle for Isaiah Campbell who is a reliever um happy trails happy trails (laughs) I mean maybe honestly second base is so weird now because I've been hammering like I want Brandon Drury but the angels are, for whatever reason, saying that, no, no. Even without Shohei, we're gonna, we're going all in. Um, okay, yeah, but sure, guys. Yes. I mean, it's probably going to be Whit Merrifield at this point. I don't, I don't love it, but I just keep getting sucked like out of it, to be honest. Um, yeah. like he doesn't hit anything hard. Like, don't need to. Don't need to. Just yeah, got to get a
1: guy who can hit. There,
0: <laughs> there's guys who can't The, do the it.
1: problem that we had at second base was we had guys playing there who c- just couldn't hit. Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't, well, no, the problem hard, was they couldn't hit hits, fields. <laughs> was, well, also true. <laughs> Which I mean, we, but we were playing
1: Kike, and then we were playing – I mean, you was – actually, no, they, that was more shortstop. We had Christian Arroyo in there who was playing second. Yeah, and well, he didn't hit. He couldn't really hit.
0: But then, and you then had, we were playing – And Manuel Valdez who could only hit – he got a bit better defensively, but he was still pretty bad. Pablo Reyes, yeah. once Trevor Story came back, it's probably now like the front runner to be the second baseman. Which, Eesh. hey man, I'm fine with Pablo Reyes. It's cool as hell. Yeah, but it's just a place. Middle
1: infield in. really was just a big issue last year yeah. <laughs> before Trevor Story came back because uh, <laughs> Yu Chang was not couldn't hit, mm-hmm. Kike couldn't hit like it was he had just a bunch of dudes urias when we got him he
0: couldn't hit it's really, just
1: like everyone couldn't hit
0: he had two home runs in back-to-back at bats and they just both happened to be grand slams which was cool as hell but then yeah. he just never did it again yeah <laughs> uh, and it was like you Chang too it was like he didn't hit the ball very often but when he did it always just happened to be like a moon bomb
1: yeah he just hit a bomb he just hit the most but majestic it was like-
0: home run ever
1: it's like every every time he got up to bat is like that literally like all right everybody move in everybody move in. yeah it's like
0: okay we're, we're guys can out or it's going like over the monster like what are, yeah. why do we need to be back um, yeah but uh also, also with the non tender they non tendered Wyatt Mills uh, fan favorite of course after the hard hard fought work he did this year and obviously I'm just kidding again. Because he had Tommy John and missed the entire year, so all right. <laughs> so, um, that that's pretty much it for Red Sox related news. But there we the hot stove has finally heated up a bit. Uh, Aaron Nola, uh, it's back to Philly. I should have hmm. the contract up. But was, so the was seven was years, one fifty, I believe it was. I think it was one seventy-two. Um,
1: uh, that sounds about right. But anyway. I, s- uh, I know I texted it to you. I can yeah. pull it up in like two seconds. Um,
0: yeah. Top pitching contender off the board for the Red Sox now, which kind of expected um, he was going to go back to Philly. Yeah. Uh, apparently he turned down more money to go back. So you're you not going to do hmm. much if the guy just wants yeah. to be somewhere. Um, yep. Seven years, 172. Okay. I thought it was sevens. Um, Lance Lynn is going back to St. Louis. Uh I think it was like a 1 year or one or one to 2 year deal like 10 million a year. I I'm yeah. fine with that. Like yeah. He's good wherever. he gets good that- uh like uh whiffs in the zone, but it's Lantelin. Like I'm I'm fine missing out.
1: Yeah, he's been around for a while. Oh yeah.
0: Um and then I guess the biggest news uh y- Yoshinobu Yamamoto has finally been posted officially uh by the time you're hearing this he will have uh Mm-hmm. When we record it's gonna be it's happening on Tuesday. Yeah, the twenty first, which means he'll have forty five days to negotiate, or teams will have forty five days to negotiate with him. So we'll have hopefully we'll have a resolution before Christmas. If not, he has until the fifth. Otherwise he's going back to Japan. Um Yep.
1: I mean he'll he'll be in the MLB. Oh,
0: <laughs> someone's gonna give him it's so funny with him because every time like you hear another projection, it was like, okay, yeah, it's going to be like seven to ten, and now it's like, yeah, maybe it's going to be like ten to fifty. Um, <sighs> there, there's Jesus. been some inklings that he's more worried about like the total value and not like the annual or the average value. So if you mm-hmm. if you wanted to give him like. Uh, like
1: 15 years, but we'll give you 300 mil.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, it's just like, hey, do you want to? We'll give you 300 mil. We're also going to give you an opt out, which I think I've heard is also something he was looking for. After like five mm-hmm. years, when he's like 31, 32. So, I'll fucking do it. Just I want him yeah. so bad. I don't care that he's. <laughs> I don't care that he's small. There's a video going around of him like doing yoga. The dude is like insanely flexible, which. For small guys, you got to be able to really just last. Yeah. But at the same time, injuries are—they uh, happen to everyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, the, the injury bug. Mm-hmm. That'll wrap up our Red Sox news. Because again, yeah. really nothing major happened. Um, just a bunch of small stuff. Yeah, really. And I don't think anything is. There might be something, but there's like no deadlines coming up next week, so yeah. You
1: know. Yeah, so this is just gonna be a whole lot of nothing.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully now that Nola signed that and Lance Lynn signed pretty soon after, we'll start getting more happening. We'll see. We'll see. All right, uh, let's talk Celtics. Okey dokey. So Celtics, they had themselves a good little week, if if I do say so myself. I mm-hmm. uh, mean, it was a good week until. It kind of wasn't. You know,
1: it, was a, it was a pretty good... Stat-wise... They went 4-0 they on went, the week. Yes. It was a pretty good week. <laughs> yes. It was
0: a good week standings-wise. So, yeah. started off... I, I want to say it was Monday. They beat the Knicks 114-98.
1: Yes, they did.
0: Uh, great Tatum game with mm, 35. 35. Yeah, 35. Jalen had 22. Chris stops 21. That is,
1: like, the... The dynamic trio mm-hmm. in the league. I mean, night in, night out, those guys are are killing it.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's so great too. As we kind of get more into like the what else happened this week, Kristaps has just mm-hmm. been like so reliable as that third option. Like mm-hmm. Tatum, he's Tatum and Brown have had like some off nights, but it's good to actually have like a reliable stud who can pick up the slack for them. When yep. uh, like they're just not hitting their shots, not hitting their threes. Spoiler alert, we will talk about that mm-hmm. in a
1: little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Nick's win was really good. I mean, obviously Tatum uh, stepped up. I think one of the things that I, I wanted to highlight about the Celtics this week— uh, Actually, let's just run down the scores first. Okay, it's, so obviously, so they had, Knicks. Oh, yeah, you you got it. Go ahead, you go. Okay, you go, you so
0: go. they beat the Knicks one fourteen ninety eight. They beat the Sixers one seventeen one oh seven. They beat the Raptors one oh eight one oh five, and they beat the Grizzlies one oh two one hundred.
1: Yep. So uh, lots of good wins. I mean, obviously four and zero in the week is is really good. Some things to be concerned about uh particularly in the Memphis game especially where it kind of seemed like you know they were they were gonna drop that game mm-hmm. um, but they didn't. something that th- this the thing about this team and we talked about it like a, th- a couple episodes ago for sure um these guys have proven once again time and again that they have if they go start to go down they do not give up. Mm-hmm. these guys they fight. Mentally, that is not something that we've had in. Right, we have not had that in past teams. Like if this was last year, those games would be over. Mm -hmm. As soon as they started to go down, it'd be over.
0: Yeah, um, especially once like the shots stopped falling for like Tatum and Brown, it was kind of it. It was kind of like just keep shooting until you have to shoot yourself back into a rhythm. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. mean. You, they're stars they're not gonna just like no re- disrespect but they're not gonna just start being like okay pay in your time like is my yeah, shots right. are my shots not my shards my sh-
1: <laughs> my shards are good too <laughs>
0: my shots aren't falling so you need to step up <laughs>
1: my shards aren't falling if the if the shots aren't
0: falling you got to see a doctor or something <laughs>
1: uh but anyway so that kind of has led to um what, you, what you're saying, uh, this whole week proved how when some guys aren't, aren't doing as well or guys aren't in the lineup, we got people who can step up mm-hmm. and, and take the slack. Tatum did it versus the Knicks. He had 35. Derek White in their win over the Sixers. Oh, Shorthanded, by the way, Jalen Brown and Kristaps did not play. Uh, Jalen was sick, and Kristaps had a bruise on his knee.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so cool knowing that they like live in the same building now like it, it, yeah it is it makes, and they're like actual friends yeah it makes it it makes it so much easier to conceptualize how good they are like with their chemistry on the court
1: yeah just knowing that like christoph like, you got that camaraderie yeah just
0: always winking at him
1: yeah no that, that's good and especially so quickly into him being there like that's that's a big deal mm-hmm. um but anyway, so shorthanded win over the Sixers. Derek White had twenty seven points, mm-hmm. so that man steps up when he needs to for sure. Yeah,
0: Tatum had twenty nine um, as well.
1: Al mm-hmm.
0: had a you know Al had a pop into the starting lineup, and he yep. once again just told uh, Joel Embiid his bedtime that he and, yeah he's uh, his father <laughs> time to go to bed. That man yep. so beautiful, just. It's it's so I hate Embiid's game so much, mm-hmm. um, just because he's I forget which game it was, but I think it was against the Pacers where he had like he scored like twenty points and twelve of them were off like free throws. Yeah, or it was I don't know if it was the Pacers because he had thirty nine, so maybe he had like twelve free it throws. It was one of those games. Um, yeah, just always getting. To the line, which, in a very annoying ways, too. is They're not hard-earned fouls. They're flops. But, anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. Love... Gets in tight. Yeah. Ow, great game from him.
1: Yep. Um, next game was against the Raptors. Uh, and this is the game where Jalen and the bench stepped up. Mm-hmm. Every starter had over 13... Um. At least, Jalen had a nice hot. What was it like? Yeah, tw- twenty three. Twenty three, which was a game uh, team high for them. Mm-hmm. And the bench, uh, Hauser and Horford, each had eleven points. And Peyton with a added in five points. That is better production than we have seen, mm-hmm. um, or than we saw at the beginning of the season. So it's good to see the bench step up. Um, and then to cap it off, another different player stepped up in the game against the Grizzlies, and this was our boy mm-hmm. uh Christoph Porzingis had a team-high 26 points in a night where the rest of the team had a pretty off-shooting night. Oh, yeah. Um, this- and he had the game-winning dunk and the game-saving block.
0: <laughs> this game was so weird. Yeah, Like, cause I'm looking at the stats. They... So... They had seventeen turnovers to to mm-hmm. Memphis' nine, like just
1: extremely sloppy. Could not take care of the ball. Yeah. That's uh-huh. been a bit of an issue this year so far, I will say.
0: However, they had eighteen points off turno- turnovers to uh Memphis' nineteen. So like they were even with uh-huh. the turnovers, they were still keeping it like tight. Which to yeah. be honest, you don't want to be keeping it that close with this Grizzlies team that was missing. Everyone,
1: yeah, um, but you
0: know, uh, look, you're
1: not going to win them all, mm-hmm. and you will have nights where there's going to be like off shooting nights, like a night like this. So it's really good to see where in a game where yeah, you're not playing great, you're you're a little sloppy, you're not shooting the ball well, mm-hmm. you can still step up and real and deliver a win when maybe
0: you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Listen, we were all witness to the Santi Almadi Almada game where he just shot fifteen threes. Made only six of them, but he had uh, he had twenty eight points, second only to Desmond Bain. <laughs> I this man Something. could have been like flipping burgers like a week ago, and I would not have flipped yep. an eye, bad an eye. Sorry, nope. flipped, an eye. <laughs> flipped an eye. Um, but yeah, that was such a fucking wild ending. Just mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna dribble the ball out because they had like. It was pretty much one, maybe like a second difference between game clock, shot clock. And then Tatum just gives it to Drew, who uh, – did he get blocked or did he just miss the missed the layup? Missed a dunk. Who? Drew Holiday. Oh, I don't know. He he goes up for he goes up for a dunk <laughs> I don't know. and just – it doesn't go in. It's contested yeah. by uh, Triple J, but
1: I – That's Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. For – for people unknown.
0: Just misses it. Ball comes yep. back down. Santi could have been the hero and hit that three, but he missed, which then gave Kristaps uh, the opportunity to get, I want to say it was his sixth block of the game, which is yeah. absurd. It was. Yeah. Yep. Six blocks. His sixth block of the game. Mm-hmm. All within a span of, like, 20 seconds.
1: Yeah. Stupid, <laughs> just just whiplash. Um, and I also want to mention, um, I don't know if I should save it. You know, you, uh, no, I'll mention it here. Uh, Sam Hauser, mm,
0: you should have saved it.
1: Is the man, mm-hmm. and that's all I will say because I will say what I want to say about mm-hmm. him th- uh, for later. I think we both will. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. All right, all right. Um, anything else for the Celtics? I think that's all I got.
0: Yeah, I don't have too much. They're gonna be. Uh, they're they're playing tonight, so you guys will yes. have known the score of the game against the Hornets. Um, but then they have Milwaukee, They're home for Milwaukee on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. right after Thanksgiving they are at Orlando, and will be home again versus Atlanta on Sunday.
1: Uh, predictions for for this week? Are we
0: counting Charlotte?
1: Yeah, let's count Charlotte. Okay,
0: I think they're going to go three and one.
1: Who are they dropping?
0: I don't want to save Milwaukee. No,
1: but it—you know what? It might be like a sneaky loss to the Magic. Or I something was gonna. Like that. Well, the
0: Magic had our number last year, so it would not surprise me yeah. as well. Even yeah. like they have—they have a couple guys out tonight versus uh, Charlotte. So this could be like one of those just games where they're tired. This is a back-to-back. They're missing mm-hmm. some. They're missing some guys, and they're just coming off of Thanksgiving. Like, well, no, this is tonight because they're missing. They're oh, missing tonight. Derek White and Al Horford tonight. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they might drop it. Yeah, but I think three and one. I would say Magic, okay. but it wouldn't surprise me if it's tonight.
1: Fair enough. All right. Um. All right, let's go to the Patriots, and this will be a nice two-minute segment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they somehow won their bye because, well, I guess even before we get there, a little bit of news, uh, Jack Jones waved and picked up by the Raiders. The Las Vegas Patriots? Pretty much, yeah. Um, (laughs) You have any thoughts?
1: Uh, Dude, he was talented, but man, did he have a lot of issues Mm-hmm. I mean, he was what? He was drafted, like, what, two years ago or uh, what? And yeah, he was,
0: because I saw – um, I forget who tweeted it out, but someone had, like, their draft class, and it was, like, Cole Strange and everyone else was gone. Yep. I want to say
1: Jack Jones was drafted
0: – I want to say 2022? um
1: After two seasons, so he was – it was 2021 okay. at this point. yeah. Or the like the twenty twenty two draft technically, I think. But anyways, yeah, twenty two uh, draft. Look, he had talent, but he had a lot of off the field issues. I mean, he was literally arrested in Boston for having guns at the at the at Logan Airport,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and had missed the game, uh, or had been benched for part of the game in Germany. Uh, for missing curfew. It's just a whole bunch of stuff, man. The guy had behavioral issues, so it's fitting that he's going to a team like the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Sinar Good rinse.
0: Is there something to be mentioned about, like, with him, um, Trent Brown was kind of lashing out at the media. Um, JC Jackson also. Like, is, I mean, they're frustrated. they got to be frustrated. Yeah, no one likes losing this much. Yeah. Um I, I don't know. I
1: feel like I, I, I don't want to say that like Bill has become a little bit more complacent because I doubt that's true. But maybe, you know, he's more turning into like the crotchety grumpy old man. Uh more so than he already was. Mm-hmm. And like that plus losing, plus you know, a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm has been kind of like a a whirlwind for a lot of the on the field issue or like on field, like mistakes that they're having. Some of the players are probably very frustrated. I'm sure bill is very, very frustrated. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a tough situation all around.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to fire bill, but I don't think they can go into next year with him. If, if they have like, the number three pick which they will most likely end up with a top three pick at this mm-hmm. rate. Um mm-hmm. if they're gonna draft a quarterback, I think you gotta you have to into like a new culture. That will like not Yeah, I mean I think the more I think about it,
1: like, yeah, there's probably a good likelihood that he's gone. If but also at the same time if
0: not gone, at least have a bit more of a defined role like he's not going to be the gm right. and head coach and
1: that's what i'm thinking it's like they'll bring out like hey bill we just want you to focus on coaching yeah you know your defenses the, are so we'll good bring in a gm yeah we'll bring in a gm we'll bring in guys to build this roster we'll give you the best roster possible to make sure that you know we can win and then you all you have to do is make us win mm-hmm and that could work it could yeah. also you know but at the same time you know i'd be a little afraid if he keeps bringing on coaches coaches that he's just only worked with before yeah but that's a that's a story for another day
0: (laughs) you don't think josh mcdaniels is coming back
1: oh god i hope not i really i hope not
0: mac had his only good year with them
1: oh man i just you know whatever (laughs) <laughs> give me someone new i don't want to keep rotating between
0: mcdaniels and bill o'brien okay uh, what's his name joe judge call him joe judge as a special teams coordinator yeah um but i guess we can look ahead to the what some people were calling the bizarro super bowl we got giants yeah. patriots two yeah. titans of Losing eight games, Um, yeah. Titans of being trash. Yeah. Patriots are two and eight. Giants are three and eight. We're getting the classic Tommy DeVito, Mac Jones. Well, it might not be Mac Jones. I mean, (laughs) it might not be Mac Jones. Could you? But like, just imagine the bad taste in like Bill's mouth after putting in Bailey Zappi against the Colts and just having him throw a walk off interception. Dude, I
1: will tell you what, the, he might play Will Greyer. Greer. Greer, <laughs> we might get Will Greer debut.
0: Greer, Greer. I don't I care how I you pronounce can. his name.
1: He's third string. <laughs> he's a, a third stringer, man. <laughs>
0: dude, give put in Malik Cunningham versus still, Tommy
1: <laughs> versus
0: versus Live at Home Tommy. Mister, I can't even make oh. my own bed.
1: Oh man, dude. Sorry, that's bro. so sad. This is that guy's got to move out. <laughs> this is
0: anti attack. Well, I mean, he went to Syracuse. He doesn't have to. No, oh, dude, you got to move out. Come on, man. Listen, Come on. Listen, if I was getting paid whatever the the minimum is that he's probably on and I don't even have to like move out. Like I can just save that. My mommy makes me chicken parm whenever I want, makes my bed, does my laundry. Yeah, do it. This is No. <laughs> this is
1: like got to move out. <laughs> if like the
0: 75 mil to never talk about sports is like like the s-tier option for uh what you can be paid to do absolutely nothing i think getting paid like seven hundred thousand six figures seven hundred (laughs) thousand to live at home is not a bad option show up lose a couple games and no one cares because you're not supposed to be here anyway
1: except he showed out last week and just absolutely helped the patriots yep (laughs) if he plays like that again, we'll be uh we'll be sitting pretty for that number 2 spot.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, especially cuz uh the Cardinals or the Cardinals lost, but Kyler is back and he's Kyler's back and bowling. he's looking good. Which I think is interesting cuz if they do end up ahead of you, they they probably trade out. Or or they'll mm. take Marvin.
1: Or they or they'll uh they even if they finish behind us, they might if Kyler balls out, they might keep Kyler and then they're off the board for a quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see what they what they do with Kyler and what the Bears do with Justin Fields. Because mm. I I am a Justin Fields truther. I think that he is just in a shit situation. Um and I think if you get him a good coach maybe maybe that he can actually like reach that potential because he's outside of anthony richardson maybe the best athlete on the football field (laughs) you had to throw that one in there i mean anthony richardson is a 10.0 athlete at the qb position Mm. um so what do you you think is going to happen this game what do you
1: i think they're gonna lose i think the patriots lose i think they're gonna I, i honestly feel like tommy devito balls out again somehow against all odds Tommy DeVito's going to I if if this had been before this past weekend I would have said the Patriots probably have an advantage Listen. But seeing DeVito throw for like 285 and two touchdowns and win them that game against the Commanders. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen.
0: Listen. The NFL is such a personal game. I think Bill is going to relish any chance he gets to beat the Giants because of those two Super Bowls, yes. even though they could not be more different teams today. Oh, yeah. I think well, it's still a personal that, thing for him.
1: I th- I think Bill went into the season thinking they were going to make the playoffs. It's the players that got to perform on the
0: field. Yeah, well, yeah. But, like I'm saying, like, if he thinks that Mac Jones might be his best option, like, he's not uh, – Bill's not going to play the kids. Like, no. what – Keyshawn Butte had like what Two snaps In the Colts game He got like one look And then they just Didn't look at him again Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah I think they're gonna win (sighs) I think Bill's gonna want Uh This one more Fair enough All right. right, Well, let's talk Bruins then. Yep. Let's wrap it with the Bruins. They also went undefeated. They won both Mm. games, five to two against. Let me pull it up. It's the Sabers, the Buffalo Sabers, and uh, the Montreal Canadiens. So at the same time. Yes, we did. Um, You have some more very in-depth thoughts, but my only thought was in this Canadiens game. Again, still learning the game, but I love seeing. You double up your opponent on shots on goal. Mm. Seems like a good recipe for success.
1: Uh, first, before we get into the games, we have to talk about this Milan Lucci Unfortunately,
0: situation. we got to.
1: Yeah. Um, he is officially away from the team. Indefinitely. Um, indefinitely. He was arrested. If you don't know, um, he was arrested uh, for... Domestic assault, basically assault and battery on a family or household member. Mm-hmm. Um, reportedly pulling his wife's hair, trying to choke her out. When the police arrived, he was very intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, not great. Look, L- Lucic has been a a Bruins legend, but you gotta you gotta cut ties, clean ties from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, that is just not okay
0: yeah it's it, it just goes beyond the game like yeah i don't know how I, again like just getting into the game so i don't really have like a strong emotional connection but in any game really these are still people at the end of the day and their actions should not be held to a lesser standard just because they help right. like my favorite team win a game yeah no um so, yeah, hopefully, if if the allegations are true, uh, enjoy unemployment for all I fucking yeah, care.
1: Yeah, um, Retirement. Yeah. <laughs>
0: enjoy so, prison for all I care.
1: Um, uh, if you want to read more about that, I will link the article uh, from our good friends over at Mass Live uh, on it. Um, and you can read kind of more about the situation. Mm-hmm. As for the games. Uh, very impressive week, 2-0, only two games this week, obviously we talked about the score lines, both 5-2, um, did not let up on the gas, uh, at all. No. They had three first-period goals versus the Sabres, and two versus the Canadians.
0: Yeah, no, they... And did not blow 2-0 leads. They, they, <laughs> they put up a five-hole on the on the Sabres before uh, they were able to get one, yeah. which you just love. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really just putting the foot on the gas and not letting up at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Um you last week, I remember you predicted uh Pasternak would have uh three points on the week <laughs> in two games. Yeah, three in one game. Uh, he He doubled you. He had six on the he week. Had, I guess
0: <laughs> three in each game.
1: Ga- he had a goal and two assists versus the Sabres three and three assists versus the Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh just absolutely having a monster season. He's had points at 11 straight games. <laughs> Absurd.
0: <laughs> They've only played yeah. like 16 of them. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> um, versus the Canadians. Also, it was Big Bad Bruins era night. Ooh. So the, They had some, uh, some Bruins in the house, a couple of dudes. Um, and that is the game where Brad Marchand joined the 500 assist club. Good for him. So good for him. Uh, with some guys in attendance from that big bad bruins era who are part of the 500 <laughs> assist club so that's kind of a cool little thing mm-hmm. um and i also want to note that the bruins are 3 and 0 against the sabers in 2023 uh this is not included this is, this is including last season but in the calendar year of 2023 they are th- currently 3 and 0 and have won by a total margin. Can you guess what their total margin of victory is against the Sabres? Ten. They have won by a margin of 19 to 3. 7-1, <laughs> 7-0, seven, seven, oh, and
0: 5-2. Jesus. <laughs> Just talk about knowing your daddy.
1: Yeah. Uh they play again twice before 2024 starts.
0: See what they can add to it.
1: Yep. Um, and a last note here. Um, Swayman and Olmark continue to be the best goalie tandem in the league, mm-hmm. and Swayman, at 24 years old, leads the league in goals against average with a 1.73 goals against average mm-hmm. and a 941 save percentage, mm-hmm. which also leads the league at 24 years old.
0: I'm. <laughs> um- Pretty impressive. How, Aaron, how old are you for the, for, uh, the pod's I'm, I'm 24. I'm 24. I'm also 24. <laughs> we, you know, we were talking about with Patris, how, like, you know, the youth is, you know, doing well. I, I wish we were doing half as well as these guys <laughs> at, I at, our, our, at our age.
1: Makes me feel good about myself, knowing that I am... Uh, less than a month away from being twenty five and I am nowhere near you got, anything that this man has done. You got doing. two
0: podcasts <laughs> to your name.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. Well Yeah. You know. <laughs> um but yeah, so that's my notes on the Bruins. It was a good week. Mm-hmm. Good week to be a Boston sports fan, really. Oh yeah. I mean undefeated in games, six and zero total. And the Celtics have the best record in the NBA. I just have to note that. Mm-hmm. I have to note that
0: so Bruins um, this week. As we look ahead, mm-hmm. they also play tonight, the twentieth. They're at Tampa Bay Lightning. They're also yep. uh, Wednesday. They're at Florida Panthers. Uh, Friday, the twenty fourth, they're going to be home versus the Red Wings, and Saturday, the twenty fifth, they're home versus the Rangers. So good. We got some yeah. good matchups coming.
1: Um. Yeah, Red Wings is going to be a good matchup. They've split the season so far. Um Rangers are good. The Panthers are the team that kicked them out of the playoffs last year. They are liable to lose any of these mm-hmm. games. I honestly think I'm going to go I'm going to go with the prediction two and two. I think they're going to beat the Lightning. I think they'll beat the rain, the Red Wings, uh but they might lose to the Panthers and they might lose to the Rangers. I don't know how how good are the Rangers they're this year? 12 are they good?
0: 12-2. Okay, and one so side. yeah, they
1: might they might lose to the Rangers as well. They always that's always a tough tough game. Mm,
0: so I will say I don't know. I feel I feel 3 in 1. I think okay. okay. I think they'll drop one to either the Rangers or oof, maybe the Panthers. I don't know. Mm. I'm trying to be more broad so I don't get called out. Um are proven wrong i'll say i'll say rangers
1: all right well that brings us to studs and duds of the week
0: mm-hmm. i think we have the same um, stud too
1: we might have the same stud uh why don't we uh why in that case why don't we start with our duds of the week connor who's your dud this week
0: uh so it's low-hanging fruit but uh shane Rohan is mine Mm. um just i don't there's no real fall from grace for a prospect who was like a fifth round picked in a five round draft um Mm -hmm. but you know just the year he had had so much potential it just fell apart to the point where they just they're okay losing him now in the rule five for nothing a year after where they lost three pitchers in the rule five draft two of them were returned though but um Still, they're okay letting him pitch anywhere else so mm-hmm. sorry buddy
1: um uh, mine is also fairly obvious uh it's it's got to be milan lucic man yeah i mean you ruin your and you have a bruins legacy and you have just tattered and ruined it mm-hmm. you know that's it's just it's totally disappointing so no more to say about
0: that mm-hmm. Our, our uh, sp-
1: but let's be let's go to the positive hey, side. That's <laughs> another happy
0: note. Our stud.
1: Our our stud. Our singular stud. All right. Ready? <laughs> three.
0: Three. Two. Three. Two, one. one. Sam Hauser.
1: Sam Hauser. Let's go. <laughs>
0: shot 15 for This kid. 15 for 28 from three, which is a whopping 54% this week.
1: Yeah. He is killing it we need to do something we need to have something for like repeat studs of the week Mm -hmm. because this is not the first time he's been my stud of the week i think he was mine last week as well yeah
0: but it's just um he's he's perfect he's 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 crazy good (laughs) he he knows his role too like i'm looking i'm gonna pull up his game log it's like okay he's taking six shots a game five of them are threes Mm -hmm. takes five shots a game five of them are threes Like, he is just a sniper.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, To that point, Sam Hauser, off the bench, is finally averaging 10 points a game Mm -hmm. this season. He's brought it all the way up to double figures. And and he is on pace for a 50-47-100 season shooting averages. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: He is shooting 50 from the field, 47% from three, and 100% from the free throw line.
0: What I'm just so happy that they finally trust him because he is not yeah like you you think like okay he's a white guy kind of looks a little clunky you you think he gets mm-hmm. picked on on defense he holds his own he is not a yeah, bad defender he's, he's good and I'm glad that they finally are just trusting him they're giving him 20 minutes 22 minutes a game to mm-hmm. actually like just hit, hit fire. Basically,
1: yeah, yep. And also, oh, I have I do want to add to my dud of the week because I have one more. Hmm. It's Doris Burke.
0: Um, Listen, I'm so happy I didn't I tweeted watch this.
1: this <laughs> I tweeted it during the um, the the Sixers game, but she was commenting commentating on the Sixers game um, on ESPN. And every time the Celtics did anything, she took it like as a personal attack against the Sixers. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it was like I literally – I was listening and I was waiting and I was like listening to them commentate. And it was like the Celtics would have the ball and they'd be talking about the Sixers. And then the Sixers would get the ball and they'd be talking about the Sixers. And then the Celtics would get the ball back and they'd be talking something negative about the Celtics Mm -hmm. in relation to the Sixers. And then the Sixers would get the ball back and be like, look how good – man, look how good Joel Embiid is, man. Look at him just rock the floor, bully him down low.
0: It's like, oh my god. Yeah, I – I hate that it's been both Sixers games that she has called. Mm-hmm. It's just, I I hate her voice when she's talking about Joel Embiid. Yeah, like I, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. and it, that's the only games I really know her calling. I've heard her call, so it's it's literally mm-hmm. just the only thing I can associate with her. Just yep, Joel being falls. It's like, oh my god, what a trooper! Like. God chose him as his vessel tonight.
1: Someone, someone uh, fouls him and he flops over the floor. It's like that is an egregious foul. Right. This man should be kicked out of the I would game. Not be
0: surprised. <laughs> How could he touch my Joel? <laughs> I would not be surprised if they review this for flagrant two and an ejection. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, Joel and B just kind of like bumped into Al, and then just like just yeah. fell because he's floor bead. Um, yep.
1: Anyways, <laughs> let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right,
0: so we gave our predictions. The mm-hmm. only one we didn't give a prediction for is the Red Sox, and that is literally just like, will they make a move or not?
1: I don't. I sure. I yeah. Think, sure, they'll make a move. Yes,
0: they'll make one move. At least one move. <laughs> I don't. It's not going to be Yamamoto. I think he's going to wait until December. Uh, it's not going to be Shohei. Even though there's oh. a pass, uh, Jeff Passan article where apparently he f- he really likes Fenway Park, so he's very strong in. Ooh boy! Listen, it's everything is just a rumor from from now. Passan's probably the best, so if like you hear from him, mm-hmm. take it with more than a grain of salt. But if you see like like John Heyman's, like oh yeah, Yoshinobu Yamamoto wants to play on the West Coast, and then the very next day he's like, actually, I've heard otherwise. You would actually be okay playing nice. on the East Coast. Like it's it's bullshit until something happens. Yeah. Uh next week we'll talk about
1: uh Shohei to kick off the mm. show. We'll we'll talk about it. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. R M V P um Yeah. Um but all right, so thank you for listening to this episode of Ship
0: City. Oh, are you done? Were you done? No, I'm done. I just saw something else that's intriguing, but not for this. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this
1: episode of the Ship City Podcast. Uh, if you like it, subscribe, leave a rating, you know, give us a give us a follow, uh, share with your friends, all that fun stuff. Um, and, um, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Ship City Pod. Uh, I finally got it down <laughs> for sure. That's
0: time. Five in.
1: Yeah. Uh, for all sorts of reactions throughout the week and, you know, stuff like that. Um and yeah, this is uh yeah, we work hard on this podcast. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff to to watch and follow, but you know, any sort of support helps us. Mm-hmm. Uh before we go, Connor, why don't you leave us with a crazy headline for the week?
0: So, colleges, they tend to have a lot of money uh set aside. Well, apparently the University of Arizona had a two hundred forty million dollars shortage because they messed up their financial model. So they're cutting twenty three varsity teams, or they're considering cutting twenty three varsity teams because they fucked up their their accounting. Jeez, so I'm glad wow. we're not there. This has been
1: Ship City. <laughs> we'll see you. Bye bye.